picky eating is one of those things that can go very quickly from something that just seems like a, an annoyance to something that really takes over your household in a very negative way. And it does not have to stay that way. That is why I'm here. And today we're talking to Sarah and Ryan. They are parents who have used the Picky Wins course to help with their toddler's eating. I wanted to have them on so you could hear what it's like to go through Picky Wins and actually see what it's like on the other side. Actually see that it does get easier or it can get easier if you follow a plan. So we're going to hear from them today how they got here in terms of needing to actually seek out help for picky eating and then where they are now. Welcome back to Feeding Toddlers Made Easy. I'm Casey Barnes. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. I have a master of clinical nutrition. I'm a mom of two, one who is previously an extremely picky eater. So this is one of those topics that I never get tired of talking to parents about and helping them through it because I have been there. I have felt the pain of them never eating anything you make, of you watching their foods that they like get fewer and fewer and fewer, and you sitting there wondering, what the heck am I going to feed this kid? So that is just one of the many topics that we work through here on Feeding Toddlers Made Easy. I'm glad you're here. Any of the resources that I mentioned today or anytime you can get at momknowsnutrition.com forward slash podcast. Now, I'm so excited to welcome on parents, Sarah and Ryan. They are based out of England, and we're going to chat. All right. Welcome, Ryan and Sarah. Thank you so much for being here. We're so happy to be here. Yay. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. Why don't you tell us quickly a little bit about your family? We have a three-year-old and a four-year-old. Our youngest is Victoria and our oldest is Reese and uh, Reese, we would call our picky eater. Yes. Since he was small, he hated sticky things on his hands. Mm -hmm. When we tried to give him that, you know, first avocado ever, he like lost his mind because it wouldn't get off of his fingers. And so like (laughs) six months maybe was just an uphill battle to get him to eat anything other than like a cracker or bread or a biscuit or fruit or cookies, sweet things. So he's always been a little bit more challenging in the eating department. Yes, definitely. It's the best way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about some of the challenges that y'all were facing kind of right before you got started with picky wins. Like what brought you to say like, okay, we really need to do something about this. Reese was like, he, he had like either bland food or sweet food. That was kind of his extent of his range. And I was getting to the point where I was, I was feeling a little bit trapped with like, we can't take him out anywhere. We like, we have to be fully packed. Um, like with a whole meal, if we want to go anywhere, we can definitely never go to restaurants. And that was getting really hard for me. Cause I just wanted to be like, a normal family that, you know, goes and sits down at a restaurant, orders food for their kids off the kids meal and gets to enjoy my own adult food. And we just couldn't do that. So I was like, I was getting to the point where I was kind of in tears about it. And no, you were in tears. Yeah. About it. When we, <laughs> like when we first sat down at Wagamama and he ate something that he wouldn't usually eat, she came home and cried 
happy yeah, tears. Yeah. I'm so excited. I posted about that in the group too. Yeah. I mean, it, it is so, you never think that before you become a parent, that that's going to be the moment that brings you to happy tears, right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. It was a journey. <laughs> I think also an element that for Reese, so Sarah had like undiagnosed gestational diabetes for both of them, or like, she was like borderline on both. So I've always right. been conscious of like his health, especially when it comes to eating. Cause he is thin and no matter what we, what he eats, he still remains thin. So there's a health aspect to his eating as well. And we know that like just empty carbs and sugars are not healthy to building a body, especially if he's given a, a quote unquote, like weaker disposition. I don't know. The starting line might be different for him. Possibly. We don't know. Yeah. And so I was, I've always, always conscious of that. Like, you know, nutrition, yeah, nutritionally. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Always worried about that. That makes sense. I think two things I want to point out. One is that a lot of people who don't have picky eaters don't realize that a lot of times picky eaters don't eat the traditional stuff that you'd find on a kid's menu. Like they would think, oh, picky eaters just eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. But a lot of times that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He would only eat like, I don't know, certain brands of things even, or like it wouldn't be like any French fry. Like it would only be the, the kind that was cut a certain way. And so if that's what the restaurant brought out, it, he definitely wouldn't even try it. Mm -hmm. So it was, yeah, it was definitely a closed door for us going out and eating. And that was really hard for me. Yeah. I can understand why. The other thing that I want to say that is just very common is for families with a child who is on the thinner side to worry about like, how am I going to get them enough? How am I going to get them the right nutrition? And again, it's something where you can't force them to do it. Like you can have all the best intentions and buy all the right things and you still can't force them to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. (laughs) We We would like, I don't know, we would stay up late at night, like sort of planning together. Like, what if we tried it this way? And I was Googling everywhere and I came up with multiple approaches and strategies and nothing ever seemed to be the right key. Can you think of some of those things that you tried that you thought might work, but ended up not working? We tried to make sure that there was always a food like that was consistently a new food on his plate so that he just got exposed to it, which I think ended up pushing him further away from it because he he got scared of his whole plate if he saw something new. We tried pre-plating the food where like everybody's plate looked the same. We tried to, you know, make sure there was something sweet on his plate. And, you know, in theory, like it would, you know, he'd eat that and then he'd also try everything else and he wouldn't like hanker for the sweet thing, but like he would eat it only the sweet thing and then leave everything else. And and approach wise, we tried the carrot and the stick. We tried <laughs> where like you get, you're going to get this this thing, like you can have anything you want and you just, you pick your favorite foods and you're going to eat your foods. At least he's eating something. And then we flip flop the other way where it's like, no, you're only getting the food I give you. Yeah. And that's we did sort that. of pendulum swing, like bar extremes, like we'll make whatever you tell us you want to eat or like, no, this is the only thing we are making tonight. And you, if you don't want to eat it, then you're going to go to bed hungry and neither worked and neither felt good either. Hmm. Yeah. It's so hard and you, you never know what's going to work. So it makes sense that you want to try different things and it's like, well, this way didn't work. So maybe the opposite will work. I mean, even in my own house, I will say that my husband, despite me having this as my job 
and us having picky Teddy, who is a very picky eater, like he would sometimes be like, oh, this isn't working fast enough. Like we need to try to force him to do it because he felt like that's going to be the trick. But then saw that that backfired too. So it's like you get in this place where you feel really stuck. Yeah, we definitely, I think we felt like we didn't have enough confidence in any approach we tried to like stick with it because we just didn't want to make the problem worse. And so that's why we flip-flopped so many times and like, well, I guess we'll try this this week and like nothing. We also didn't have like a, a proven method that other people have journeyed down exactly, yeah. in a concise, simple, because I work, I, we, I work two jobs. I work at a church during the day and I do marketing at night and I'm the cook in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I am the chef of the clan. And so I need something that I can wrap my head around quickly. Like for me, it's just data. Can I get these specific things to work together and, and then just kind of bang it out in succession so I can continue moving. Cause if I, I'm a shark, if I stop moving, I die. And, <laughs> and so when it came to like preparing foods, Sarah would do all the research and like get her hands dirty with like the know-how and then create like a wonderful little sticky note chart or, uh, <laughs> try or this, try it. She'd like, give him this. she gave me printouts and I'd have to follow <laughs> all the bullet points. And if I didn't follow the bullet points, there'd, there'd be this conversation. So <laughs> I noticed at dinner, there wasn't, you know, the fourth step wasn't followed. How could we make this better? And it was it, it just, it, both of us were just trying to work toward this completely achievable goal that we believed was necessary. And it just, it was counterintuitive and had us working against ourselves. Yeah. So what ultimately brought you to decide like, okay, we're going to try piggy wins. Casey seems to know what she's doing. <laughs> Let's dive in. Uh, Sarah is possibly the most easiest person to market to. <laughs> she, that's my problem. They'll fix it. <laughs> yeah. That's, and I can't tell you how many things she brings to me. And it's just like, I want to do this. Can we do this? Can we do this? <laughs> but with, with you, she's like, honey, we've got this. Like she's, she's got this. She's a nutritionist. And right there, I was like, okay, yeah, you win. Like <laughs> someone has like proper educational backing and created a course and has done it and is funny. Like it's it's a <laughs> it's a win for me. Well, I actually found you on Instagram Definitely. before it was open. And I think I messaged you and I was like, I need your course. When is it opening? And you're like, in February. And so I got on the like wait list. And then as soon as you did your webinar, I was in and I was like watching it. Actually, I had to watch the replay because we're in England. But as I was watching, I was like, Ryan, please buy this. We have to like, we, we have tried everything and nothing is like a, an approach that I feel like will work. There's going to be, you know, coaching and like, I can ask her questions if I need to. And I'm going to like have support with the, the other community going through the same thing. And like the, the whole package was just exactly what I felt was going to finally bring us to a place of progress. So it was an easy yes. Now tell me what has changed in your house. That was February. Now it's June. What's different now? So our whole dynamic around dinner time has changed it's like none of us dread it anymore. And he is actually at the point where he's tasting things. Like I would say about 20% of those things he tastes, he actually likes. And like the other amount, he will still try again another time. So it's a huge difference from his like immediate disgust, which he used to have any sort of flavor 
now we're like, we can, we're working in tastes and getting him used to, or like desensitized from like spices and things. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing like that we can, that we've tried to do in the past, but didn't quite work, but with the framework you provided really helped. He sees his sister eat foods that are the same, the ones that he would be able to eat. So like he sees her eat them, realizes they're not weird and gross. And then he decides to pick them up himself and give it a go. And doing some of the stuff that you provided really helped like ease that whole entire process through. Like we're, we're not trying to bribe him or like, you know, entice him like, Oh, just one bite and you can have sweets or anything. We don't have to do that. Cause it's just this, like, there's no pressure on him. Like we used to kind of do, I would say we just feel more empowered to like support him. Like, so when we do go out to restaurants now, we go out to restaurants Yay. and that's my biggest win, honestly. And so when we go out, like, I know what he needs, like he needs a safe food. He needs something that is not going to trigger his like disgust or his like it's like almost like fight or flight for him. Mm-hmm. And, and he can feel safe. And like, so when we went to Wagamama, we just got him a bowl of plain noodles, which it wasn't even on the menu, but I was like, I know that I can ask for this because Casey has equipped me <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they brought it to him. And he was so happy that he could, like, I think he felt the same thing we did with like, Oh, I'm part of the family at a restaurant. And like, I get to eat just like mommy and daddy get to eat. And they love their food and I love my food. And so it was just a really beautiful moment for me. And I definitely- I love that. I love that it's about so much more than just the food. It's about him feeling comfortable, y'all feeling relaxed and empowered and confident and him feeling like I'm not the weird one in this situation. Like he's like so part of it. I love that. Yeah. That was really important. I think also what has helped us is just having a direction, like having a flow to like, what's the next step Yeah, and and, uh, getting him to eat like a whole meal. Yeah. uh, That's different because we were trying to piecemeal things together previously, but after little tips or hacks or tricks, but it didn't have like a, a direction or form. Yeah. Now I think we feel like we're on a path somewhere. Right. And there's progression and intention. Like, yeah, this step will lead to this step will lead to this step. Yes. Which my brain just chef's kiss. Love. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's what I'm always trying to, people will say, well, I follow you on Instagram and I've tried X, Y, and Z tip, but I'm like, no, it's like, if you have the Ikea furniture, but not the instructions. Like you're kind of useless without the instructions, put it all together. And that's why you need the actual course so that you have that guide, that direction. And if something doesn't go right, like, you know, where to turn. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. And while we're on the topic of the course, I wanted to say this to you. It's such a easy yet profound course to go through, especially like I said, dad, like my only goal is to be a good dad and good husband. And I work two jobs in order to make that happen. But I, and I don't have time to sit and go through like course after course over a thing over a thing, but your videos are are succinct, short enough and pack enough a punch that like I can watch one or two and feel like I got something to take the next step forward. And there's not an overwhelming amount of them where I look at the whole thing and I go, I don't, I can't, I don't have the capacity to do this. 
it's completely manageable, even for a dad who works two jobs to like, to go through and to partner with, you know, my wife to do it together. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. And I'm just so glad that you both have committed to this. And that was really my goal to make it so that it wouldn't be fluffy, you know, too much stuff to sort through or you feeling like I can't take this on. So the fact that you have two jobs and you are saying this was still easy to get through, like that was my goal. So I'm beyond thrilled to hear that. Yeah, it was, it's an amazing course. We are so thankful for it. Yeah. And again, it's robust enough to go back through and to reference. I think it's, it's a perfect size really. Yeah. We definitely did go back and reference it a few times. What do you feel like the most proud of? you too. You can have different answers. (laughs) I just, I'm proud. I'll first say I'm proud of you. One for both being in this together, that makes a huge difference. And I think just the fact that you've been able to transform the mood at mealtimes is because you guys did this together and it was important to you and you were dedicated to it and knew that you really could turn things around. So I'm just, I'm really proud of that. And that you look at this as like a whole life skill for him. This isn't just about getting him to eat a certain one food. It's like, how can we make this a better experience for everybody and help support him in a way that he needs to be supported? Yeah. I I think I'm going to have to like verbally process this a bit, but I love that we now feel equipped enough to be able to take what we've learned and the knowledge and like, it's not just like these are the knowledge of the steps, but like you actually had really like concrete scientific based, like nutritionist based knowledge that we, that has equipped us. And so we've, we've been able to take that stuff and piece together a plan for our family. So like we said, what is a goal? Like what's a major goal that we have as a family, we want to eat tacos together. And so we took kind of like all the steps that you have for like working them into different foods. Like we've sort of chosen, we're going to take, we're going to focus on avocados. We're going to focus on uh, ground beef and tomatoes. And we're just, those are going to be the three things that we focus on for the next month on trying to get him through the steps. And like, that's given us so much, like it's a way forward for us and it keeps us focused. And like, we have a goal in mind as a family and you didn't necessarily tell us to do that in the course to come up with like one goal meal, but like, because of your direction, we felt able to do that. And so it's kept us going. So that's what I'm most proud. Yeah. And it's, of. I think also with that aspect, it gives us a win at every meal. Like if we yeah. just expose him to this yeah. and it leads to this greater goal, that's a win. I don't think I'm, I don't know if proud is necessarily what I feel. I just, I feel happy mm-hmm. that mealtime now has like an intention to it, a direction to it. There's so much less pressure on it, which allows me to disengage from my work to come in, to be, be present. So I just get to be more present with my family at a time that's very important to their like formation and foundation, not just for my wife and to connect with both my kids, but for them to connect back to us as well. They're not feeling this pressure coming from us emotionally. I also think like, we've also taken your tips on board to like, like, we don't talk about 
like what they are or aren't eating when we're at the table. And so that has made us feel able to like, oh, we're actually leading a family dinner that is low pressure. And we are like discussing like, which is better and like playing word games together and talking about our day and they're three and four. Like I would never have imagined our family dinners to look like that, but because we're not so worried about the food, we're able to do that. And so that's a really amazing experience too. Yeah. That's so fulfilling. I love that. And that's one of my favorite things too, with my own family is just that, you know, sometimes I will have friends over or something and I notice that they're really in that bargaining and trying to get their kid to eat another bite and it's stressful for them. And I know that's because, you know, we, a lot of times they don't know any better or that's just how they've seen other people do it. But to see that and then think about when we do have a nice family dinner and we can laugh together and I feel so just like warm inside after that time with my family and what a joy it is to be able to experience that. So I'm just so happy to hear that that's what you feel really good about too. I think you said something so vital, just like that's so incredibly vital is that like we don't, we're not handed a template on how to feed our kids grandma and grandpa aren't necessarily there to help us. And even that like their generation functioned differently completely and how they were like, how they interact with kids. For example, like I didn't grow up with my parents. And so like, I can't go to my parents to ask them advice about how to handle picky eaters and like having like a, a replacement for that has been such like very life-giving to mm-hmm. be able to like go to a resource that's trustworthy and va- like valid and like, yeah, just trusted, a trusted resource in order to fulfill something that I need, like a a place to go to, to ask for help. It's been, yeah, that's been really good. Yeah. I'm so happy to be that for you. And it's surprising. It's not the word it's upsetting to hear from so many of my followers who come and say, you know, they do have the family there, but they don't support them. The people that say, oh, you're, you cater to them too much, or you just need to starve them out and then they'll eat whatever you give them or hearing all this advice. So it's like, even the people who have the, the parents who are there, it's like, they don't always get good advice. So I'm so (laughs) glad that I can be this trusted resource for, for anybody who needs it. I want to ask you guys one more question before we go. What would you say to a parent who's listening to this, who hasn't been through picky wins, who is feeling like they are just struggling? Maybe they're trying these random things and they just don't feel good about where they are with their kids eating. Like what advice would you give them? Sign up. (laughs) (laughs) This is the answer to all of our questions. Like, what do we try next? How do we try it? what do we give up on? Like it literally answered all of our questions and gave us confidence in our direction and our approach because it has been proven and it's worked for people whose kids are more picky than ours. And it's definitely worth jumping into. That's what I would say. A hundred percent. My marketing brain is like, it needs to be 30 seconds, powerful and use a whole bunch of words that mean something (laughs) like, And so I'm trying not to do that, but my dad brain just like wants to talk to the dad who sees his wife struggling, you know, or maybe it's vice versa. The dad who's at home struggling to get his kids to eat. It's not another course. I've worked with many course creators. This isn't just another course that you go through 
to like put a notch on your belt or to say that you bought another course. It's actually a life giving and a life changing thing. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's a pursuit that's, it's an investment that's worthwhile, not just again, for the piece of the house, uh, not just for like the health of your child, but for like really the communion of your family. So investing in picky eating, it's such a, it seems like such a small thing that grows into such a big bush, like investing in this like dominoes into so many other areas that you don't even recognize it's, Oh, here's something. It's like paying off all of your debt. You didn't know the psychological weight you were carrying around until it's gone. And they're like, Oh my gosh, is this what real life feels like? <laughs> and then you have a sense of freedom and it's, yeah, it's inspiring. And it's, it's like life-giving. And you were, you were saying earlier that it gave us a common Oh yeah. Language. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah, it gave us a common, yeah. It gave us a language for with like how to communicate together and in the, like in the pursuit of putting things together, putting meals together, putting dinners together and it gave us a language to do. So I would encourage, so what would I say? Yeah. This is the advice. Do it together. <laughs> like both of you sit down and, and just bang these out. Like the it, safe food, the safe, everything it's, it's yeah. completely worthwhile to sit down and do it. Cause again, it's an investment in the health and happiness and communion of your family. Yeah. I think I need to just, when I'm having a bad day, I need to call you guys up and you can talk you me out. Got our emails. <laughs> your biggest <laughs> Sarah would like love to talk to you every day. <laughs> I love it. You're so awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me today. You are so welcome. Thank you for having us. It was delightful. (laughs) Aren't they so great? That was such a joy to talk to them. I'm so glad that they have found some relief and that can be you too, honestly. I know that it's easy to try something here or there. You see one of my tips and you think, I'm going to try that. And then you don't feel like you're having lasting success, but nothing compares to following the step-by-step plan and just keeping coming back to it. So you can find out about Picky Wins on my website. I'll put the link in the show notes here, but you can also just go to momnosnutrition.com and find it pretty easily there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you.